Welcome to all of you, and welcome to all who are listening on Torah Anytime and other platforms. A parsha is a cohesive unit. The Seder Parshas, as we have them, as they have been embraced by Knesset Yisrael, the totality of the Jewish people, were selected with precision and meticulousness. Each parsha weaves together as a cohesive tapestry with a unified message. And the art of big picture parsha development, the panoramic approach to a parsha, is to be able to identify that message, that theme, and to trace it running throughout the narratives in the parsha and tying the parsha together. So with this in mind, Parshas Akef, this week's parsha, well, I have long espoused the thesis that our parsha is all about developing a healthy relationship towards materialism. Seeing our money and the blessings which Hashem gives us as an access route in our, towards him, a facilitator in our relationship to him, rather than an adversary in our relationship to him. For example, our Parsha begins with the notion of a promise of material blessing, prosperous life if we keep Torah, abide by these mitzvahs, the blessings will flow down. And likewise, the end of the Parsha contains the second Parsha of Krishma. Vahayim Shemoa, which says if you keep the mitzvahs, it will rain, your fields will produce a bounty. In fact, this second parsha of Kriyashma in our parsha stands in marked contrast, in stark contrast to the first parsha in Kriyashma, which was contained in the end of last week's parsha for Asana. Because the first parsha in Kriyashma speaks of a Jew's willingness to extend himself not only in emotion, not only with his life, but with his money as well. A willingness to even expend all of one's money in dedication to Hashem. is a mandate to even relinquish your, all of your possessions, if so called upon. However, in marked contrast, Vahayim Shamoa, the second parasha of Kriyashma, in this week's parasha, speaks of dedicating one's life and one's heart but not one's money. It says, With all of your heart and all of your life, all of your money is so distinctly absent. The silence is deafening. Here in the second parish in Kriyashma, in our parish, the Torah jettisons, the Torah no longer speaks of sacrificing money as it did in last week's Parsha. Well, this is in line with the larger picture of our Parsha. Unlike last week's Parsha, which spoke of a Jew's willingness 
to abide by Yiddishkeit under all circumstances, even if it requires relinquishing possessions. Well, the idea in our parsha is that while a Jew is so committed, it is not necessarily seen as the ideal state of affairs for a Jew to live in a, an ascetic life. The Vahaya Ekev Tishman promise is that if things are functioning as they should, in a healthy Jewish condition, in an optimal Geula Jewish condition, we will see material blessing for keeping Torah. It's not a B'chol Ma'udacha reality. And this idea, this, so to speak, epiphany of Parshas Ekev, of a prosperous from person, a prosperous Shomer Torah mitzvah, emerges as well in our parsha's concept of Eretz Yisrael. It speaks of a successful Jewish army occupying Eretz Yisrael. As our parsha ends, wherever the boots tread, wherever that Jewish army stamps upon, well, that in turn becomes proud Jewish sovereign territory. Parsha also speaks of the Shivas Haminim, the sumptuous produce of the land, and glorifies the bounty, the physical enjoyment, the delicious, delectable bounty of Eretz Yisrael. And it speaks of Losechzarkobo, this land is lacking nothing. It has natural resources, it has iron, it has minerals. And our parsha not only speaks of the promise of material blessing, but also the responsibilities which come with material blessing. For example, we have the mitzvah of birchas hamazan, v'yachalta v'savato v'rachta. Eat and be satisfied. Don't just eat to stay alive. V'savata, enjoy, be, be satiated. Live it up, but live it up like a Torah to Kayid who in turn then thanks Hashem, And our parasha also lays bare the truism that a prosperous life at times can lead a Jew astray if a Jew does not know what to do with it. Our parasha speaks of such things such as that a Jewish people might become so haughty when they are so blessed that they forget about Hashem. And our parasha also has the cautionary note that Hashem taught us in the midbar, ki lo levato ha'adam, ki Hashem ha'adam. Don't think it's really the bread keeping you alive. There is the divine source of life behind the bread, i.e. never lose sight of Hashem as the true source of your blessing. Don't believe it is the dollar. It is not the holy dollar. The dollar is only an extension of Hashem and his blessing. So taken as a whole, our parsha is really thoroughly treating the whole subject of material blessing. The opportunities of material blessing, how it could be an access route to serving Hashem, and also laying bare the two challenges which come with material blessing, and the choice is ours. Will we live prosperous lives, which are also spiritual? So really, our mandate this week, learning this parsha, living this parsha, is to think about, in a deep, personal way, how can I use material blessing 
as an accessory towards Hashem as opposed to the alternative. And I find the following perspective deeply appealing. Hashem's blessings to me are the expression of Hashem's love. If I am being matzliach, well, I feel Hashem's love in a visceral way. As opposed to if chas v'shalom, life is a downer. It's not going very well. Of course, I might hold on firm with Amunah and believe in a loving God despite my conditions. But it is despite my conditions. The common expression, well, where's the love? I don't feel the love. People struggle with the notion. Hashem really loves me when life does not seem to work this way? And that is the story of the human condition that we go through such periods. But certainly the hope that bracha is right around the corner because in the past Hashem has come through for me in a tangible, material way. Well, this allows me to live the notion of Hashem's love. Feel that there is a loving God. The notion of an ultimate being of Kulo Chesed. And those who studied my recent Sefer, my recent book, The Breathtaking Panorama, will recall that we developed this idea concerning Avram, the forefather of Chesed. We discussed that Avram's Chesed is based on his perception of Hashem as a God of ultimate loving kindness. We discussed that Avram's idea of Chesed is linked to the fact that he's the founder of monotheism, the one that first discovered Hashem. You see, unlike the pagans, who believed in gods who were tyrants, gods who were really dictators on steroids, who you had to pay off. Avram saw in the beauty of the world a higher being of Kulu Chesed, a loving Rabbi Neshaila. And with this we explained an otherwise mystifying passage in the beginning of Avram's story, Parshas Lech Lecha. When Hashem commands him to do something very difficult, to sever his relationship with his past, kiss your mother goodbye, you're never seeing her again. Leave your family, leave your past. That was a big deal Avram did. And Hashem tells him, do it for yourself. It might seem hard, but it is really the best thing for you. I will take you to Israel, you'll father a people, you'll be blessed. Well, it might seem like Hashem is incentivizing Avram. This might be very hard, but there is a carrot. There is an incentive. There's a motivator. This is the best thing for you. But it's almost trite and cheap to view it that way. Do you think Avram, the great knight of faith himself, would not have embarked on Lachlacha without a motivator? It's almost demeaning undermining the power of Avram's Mesiris Nefesh to believe Hashem is incentivizing him. We explained in the book, Lech Lecha is not an incentive. Lech Lecha is validating Avram's notion of a loving God. Lech Lecha, go for yourself. Whenever Hashem calls us to do something, it is always Lecha. He loves us and he's out for us. Hashem never makes me into a martyr, never squelches me. Avram's, the Avramic notion of a loving God is based on lech lecha. It's all for my own benefit. Well, that's the way we live with material blessing. I am convinced now 
digging deeper in our parsha, the parsha of a healthy relationship towards material blessing, we will find Avram's footprint. You understand? There are so many layers of depth to the parsha, what I call the word, the worlds below the words, that Avram, as the icon of seeing Hashem through material blessing, finding a loving God through the, living the goodness of the good life, Avram will be found pervasively throughout the parasha if we only look deep enough and do good sleuthing work. Well, let's trace a few clues. For starters, the mitzvah of Birchas Hamazon in our parasha, benching, links back to Avram because the Gemara teaches us that Avraham Avinu was the first one, in a sense, to teach benching. At the end of the meal, after he hosted guests, he would tell guests, when they rose to thank him. Don't thank me. Thank the maker of the world who gave you this bread. So Avram is the father of the Birchus Hamazan notion in our parasha. That's a gentle clue guiding us in our search. But let's also go back to the opening Pasuk in our parasha. The opening Pasuk of Ekev Teshman, listen to the mitzvahs and you will be blessed. It says, V'shamar Hashem Hashem will reward us for keeping mitzvahs as he rewarded our Forefathers. It speaks of our forefathers. Well, I would suggest, most of all, the forefathers are most of all a reference to the first of the forefathers, Avram. And listen with an even more sensitive ear. The Pusik spoke of Hashem keeping the bris and the chesed. Those are Avramic expressions, the covenant and the kindness. Chesed is, of course, Avram's trait. And bris, Avram Avinu, again and again sealed covenants with Hashem, the bris ben Absaram, the bris Mila. But it gets better than that. We'll conclude with a final, magnificent clue. And that is the term Akev itself. You will find one figure about whom it says that term Akev. Because he kept mitzvos Akev Hashem of Akoli, things will be good. And that is Avram, we find the term Akev twice concerning Avram. Both in Parashas Vayera, at the end of the Akedah, when Hashem tells him in Bereshis Parach Hafez, Pasuk Yechas, V'sparchu b'zaracha kolayei ha'aretz, Akev asher shamatza I will bless your children, Akev, because you listen to me. And likewise in Parashas Toldos, Akev asher Avram b'koli, his son Yitzchak will be blessed, because Avram listened. The term, the title of our parsha, Akev, we have traced twice in Avram Avinu's life. Avram is the icon of parshas. Akev. We have traced Avram cohesively through the parsha. The meaning of this is because Avram, the Avramic notion of living a good life, lech lecha. I'm not living a life as a martyr. I am serving Hashem with the assumption that I will see his blessing. Well, that informs the whole notion of Parshas Ekev. Material blessing, a prosperous life is an access route to Hashem. Because through that, we live in the flesh. We feel viscerally the truth of a loving God. We are not called upon to face the Nisayan of having to believe in an elusive distant loving God when life does not seem this way. May we all be Zoha to fulfill the mandate of Avram of seeing a loving God, living a loving God, a loving God, the relationship to a loving God in the flesh 
through the material blessing, through the bracha baruch miyusubagashmias, which will exude our lives. Amen.